This is Soul to Soul, the show with Nessie. Sup Soul Fam, it's Nessie here, back with another episode of Soul to Soul, the show where I talk about my life here in South Korea from the perspective of a black British woman. It's now well on its way in the middle of December. I hope you guys are keeping warm. I'm sitting in my studio uh, trying to <laughs> trying to record this episode and I've got a big old fleece blanket uh, wrapped around my shoulders and poised to actually buy a couple more fleece blankets because I'm desperately, desperately, desperately trying not to turn on the heating for winter. But I think I may have to because this week, my goodness, this week it is looking to be about minus six at night and I ain't playing those games. I think I also need to probably tape up my door as well because my bedroom gets really cold for some reason. I think there's a breeze outlet somewhere. I need to work out where it is. Um, And there's only so much that being underneath my blanket with a heated pad underneath can do. So I need to buy some more. But I think maybe this week is going to be the week where I turn on my underfloor heating. Which means bills, bills, bills. Can you pay those bills? Can you pay my electricity bills? Can you pay my underfloor heating bills? If you did, then maybe it won't be chilly. (laughs) But yeah. Uh, apart from that, the major news at the moment here in Korea is that, well, I guess around the world, that uh, Omicron has hit, the Omicron variant, uh, is looking to be actually rather good, that it's, while it's more easy to catch, it is not as destructive or as uh, harmful as the earlier variants, which is what we wanted to happen anyway, scientifically speaking. Uh, any sort of uh, viral or bacterial infection is trying to live in its host without killing its host. And if it realizes that it's killing its host, it's going to try and mutate into a way that is, is still easily transferable, but allows them to live in the host for, you know, a relatively long time however long that may be for the virus itself. So the fact that Omicron is uh, contagious, but not that dangerous, is a good sign of things to come for the future. So it just may boil down to be something like the common flu that we just have to get uh, an injection for every single year, possibly, which I should be doing for the flu anyway. I don't think I've ever got a flu vaccination But then again, I've only got the flu once in my entire life. And to be honest, after getting the flu, I should be getting a vaccination regularly because the flu is no joke. Like that knocked me off my feet for two weeks. I was bedridden for about four days. I remember university and I still remember the sensation of my muscles just being absolutely shot to pieces. And I had to miss so many lectures because I just couldn't move. I literally, all I could do was ask my roommates to buy me Lucasade. And after like the fourth day, I was able to manage, you know, some some ramen, but that's about it. 
But anyway, this episode is not really about the flu and the, vi- the virus per se. It's the plans of opening up uh, Korea as a country to be able to start going back to normal, whatever, or at least the new normal, whatever that may be going forward. Because the plan was after, you know, you saw it in the news, Korea was very slow on the uptake of uh, vaccinations. And I complained about that in previous episodes, mostly because, you know, the country got a bit greedy and was like, well, we are, we don't need it yet because we've done so well in, in trying to keep the numbers down. But like every country, like I think the UK, it's been almost one year since they started the vaccination pro- uh, program. Whereas in Korea, they started it in March, but it didn't really get underway until June, uh, statistically speaking. So because of all of that, things were a lot more behind than everything else. And the thing is now in the UK, it's a lot more open. There is a, I mean, I I see pictures of my friends going around, you know, going to concerts and having events and things like that and meeting up with people. And I don't think I've been, you know, group wise social in the last year and a half. Like I've met up with friends, I've met up with friends and we've gone to friends' houses and stuff, but maybe the first time in a long time that we went out was when we went to a, a cafe for my friend Kathy's birthday. And it's quite funny because a couple of the friends who were there, they all mentioned about, you know, the maskless anxiety that they had when they were sitting, you know, with us guys who are all foreigners and are extremely careful because foreigners are going to be the first ones who are going to get blamed for not where for catching COVID if we we do because there are still a lot of people here in Korea who think it's a foreigner problem like the Chinese started it the foreigners are the ones who brought it over when actually the first person who brought it over to Korea was a Korean but even with all the like the mini outbreaks and churches and social events and all of that they make the big deals about uh, you know, the foreign contagion and all of that, because it's a lot easier to blame others than, you know, to admit your own mistakes. And, you know, this is happening in the UK right now with the whole Christmas party fiasco. Uh, I'm very interested to see what happens there. All my UK fan, please keep me up to date with that, because goodness me, Boris Johnson made a massive, massive tits up mistake with that. But it's always the case of people in power. Anyway, so that was the last time that I was like kind of social and stuff. And actually even within the last couple of months or so, I've been to the cinema to go watch movies. Like uh, a couple of weeks ago, I saw Encanto, which is a marvelous Disney movie. You need to watch it if you haven't watched it. Um, And if you're afraid of going to the cinema still, it is going to be available on Disney plus really, really soon. And then, like, a month before that, I saw uh, Shang-Chi, which was also a good film. Uh, but, like, yeah, in two years, I thought I've seen two movies in the cinema. So that's something. But now it's starting to be, like, they're starting to have concerts and stuff. And they're starting to, you know, have music shows. And uh, last weekend was actually a mama. And I kind of wanted to go. 
because it was going to be the reunion of 101. And those of you who've been following me on my socials for quite a long time, 101, like when they were promoting, my goodness, those boys were my life. Like I started, I remember being in my apartment back when I lived in Hongdae and I was sitting in my bedroom and my roommates at the time, Angie and Rose, were like, because I think that they must have watched uh, season one when it first came out with IOI. And I was like, oh, boys version? I didn't really care for IOI. I don't know if I want to be dragged into this because I always get really, really, you know, anxious with reality TV shows because they always treat these people worse than they need to be treated. Like, it really gets to me. Monster X's No Mercy was painful absolutely painful and because of that I, I refused to watch um the stray kids reality show as well i didn't watch twice it's either um but after seeing like the auditions like because the living room and the tv was in a direct view from my bedroom door when i sat on my bed so i thought actually do you know what's this i was, I was getting entertained i got dragged in and then over the weeks i just got sucked in into this show with these uh n- 101 boys and you know I fell in love with the group and when the group debuted like my favorite members were in the group and I followed them hardcore 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 from the beginning to the end and I actually went to their final ever concert like I was lucky enough to be at that final when I say the final concert I mean they had a concert for they had four days of concerts I was at the last one the Magimac and I Again, I got a video on my YouTube about it, and it was painful. Like, I was crying hard when they were saying their goodbyes. Because it's like, yeah, these guys, they've been a big part of our life for one year. Like, and I, and I follow them, like, properly, properly, properly. They were huge in Korea. You guys have no idea. If you weren't in Korea around, like, 2017, uh, you have, like, well, end of 2016, 2017, uh, you guys have, well, actually, no, not the end of 2016, like, 2000, yeah, 2017, the whole of 2017 towards, like, the beginning of 2018, you guys have no idea how big 101 was in Korea, like, in Asia in general, but in Korea, my gosh, they were huge, 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 huge. So, they were meant to have, like, a reunion show in, uh, in Mama, and uh, one of my good friends, Seba, Seba, who uh, recorded an episode in this podcast as well uh, a few months back, shout out to Seba, he actually went, and I remember he messaged me saying, oh, I wish you could go as well, and I was like, you know what, Seba is okay, (laughs) because (laughs) I wanted to rest this weekend, because it was going to be the first weekend in like a couple of weeks that I wasn't going to be working, I finished my last job, and the last day was on a Saturday. I started my brand new job on the Wednesday and I had to work that Saturday as well because it was like a special open day. It's like, I, I just want a Saturday where I'm doing diddly. So as I said, just said, but don't, don't worry about it. I, I, I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, and it was a good productive Saturday anyway, because I, I ended up uploading a video that I've been meaning to do so for months because I finally learned and understood how to work uh, my new editing software. But I saw on Twitter on the Friday, because 101 was going to have a pre-record, and they, they for a lot of the, the bigger artists, 
if they want a big audience and stuff, they, they allow for pre-recording because this was one-on-one and they hadn't been together in three years. And this is going to be the first time that 11, uh, 10 out of the 11 members were going to be together. They were going to have a pre-record for 400 people. But one of the CJ staff tested positive for COVID. Great. So that kind of changed things. And they were meant to be there at the live studio as well. They were meant to be there performing with all the other artists. But because there's an incubation pro- uh, process, especially if you if you tested positive, um, and, and it depends how close this staff member was to the other artists. Like if they were walking around um, without their masks and the artists were also walking around without their masks, then there's a possibility that they may not have it now, but they could have it in 10 days, especially with the Delta variant, which appears a lot more sooner than the previous ones did. So uh, CJ thought it best that for the safety of all the other artists and indeed the audience, they that one-on-one could not be there at the live show. They only were able to do the pre-record. And looking back on it, I'm really glad that I didn't, make my way to mama or try to make an effort to go to mama because the only two reasons that I would have wanted to go to mama would have been BTS and uh one-on-one and BTS wasn't able to go because Korea had started this new registration where if you arrive overseas from any nation no matter where it is you have to do quarantine for 10 days and they were in uh, LA doing their permission to dance concerts, obviously. Um, so that screwed things up. They were meant to be, be at MAMA, or was it MMA? They were meant to be somewhere, and they can't go because they have to do quarantine. To be honest, I don't, I don't think they care. It's the show's loss, it's not their loss. But a lot of artists and idols are getting affected by this. And now one-on-one wasn't able to go because of that staff member get testing positive for COVID. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he was on like Show Me The Money or something. And then he was doing working on the production for the the pre-record, but then he got tested positive, maybe because a close contact of his got tested positive. But anyway, yeah. So there are things that are starting to open up, but they're, they're trying to do things slightly different. like. Theatre productions have been open for some time. Like, uh, I went to see Everyone's Talking About Jamie last year uh, because MJ from Astro was in it. Um, there was another production that I saw that where I was wearing a mask as well. I can't remember. I think it was one of um, Yoonji Sung's uh, musicals. I think it was The Promised Day. Maybe it's the same one that had uh, Schumann from EXO in it. It was like the the military musical. I went to see that one, but again, I was wearing a mask. So musicals uh, have been open for some time. I think the worry though is concerts, because obviously when you see your face on stage, what are you gonna be doing? You're gonna be screaming and go, "Ah!" and you're gonna be really excited. But that's something that you can't really do at the moment, because you're going to be breathing out particles, you're going to, be, and especially with wearing like the KP94 masks, those masks are strong. When I'm climbing up the stairs to go on train stations, I'm out of breath because I'm trying to be breathing hard to climb up those stairs because I'm not the fittest of people. 
so if you're going to be dancing around, jumping, screaming, pushing, getting in other people's faces, it's not going to be the most ideal situation. So I think they're trying to do these kind of concerts where you're not screaming, you're literally just sitting there waving your um, your light stick <laughs> as a sort of show of solidarity that you are cheering for your face, but you can't sh- shout out. So by looking at it, I think uh, everyone at Mama was seated, even the people who were based on the floor, which that would have been perfect because going to MMA's last time with Seba, when we were standing for hours in a zone that was still really far away from everyone. Yeah, this was back in 2017. Man, is exhausting because you had to queue up for ages to be put into, you know, you had to queue up in the section that you were in. Then you had to enter in to the sections and then all the sections had to be filled up. And then the seated people come in and then you have the, the, the show, which is about, about three hours as well. So you're standing essentially for about six hours and then you get there as well. So yeah, it was just long. It, it was long. This is back in the, the Gotchok Sky Dome. And I did, I think it might've been after that show or it might have been after a day six concert where I said I made a vow that I'm I'm not doing standing concerts anymore. I am far too old to be doing standing concerts. I have no energy when I'm standing during the week uh, to teach and things like that. I have no energy to be doing that unless you know it's a small concert and it's a short concert, and everyone's standing, if everyone's standing, and it's a small venue, that's okay, because the concert's going to be about two hours, I can do that, but standing for six hours non-stop, because there's too many people, and I have to sort everyone in their particular zones, I can't be doing that, no more, no, 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 and another interesting change, actually, that what I've noticed, is that, or maybe it's not a recent thing, just I haven't been paying attention to it, but concert tickets have gone up, like um the next major concert that's happening uh that I was actually quite interested in was the NCT127 tour in uh in Seoul and I wanted to go to that I was like you know what it might be interesting I do like a lot of NCT127 songs and by the way it's NCT127 so it's not the full like 22 membered NCTs literally that group of set members in NCT127 and I looked at the, I looked at the, the concert tickets, and I, I I looked at how much they were, and then it's like, excuse me, excuse me, are you for real? It's a hundred and thirty-two thousand one for one ticket, for one ticket, and I'm like, Raz, like. <laughs> How expensive are these tickets? Like, and then I looked, and then I thought, oh, is it because it's NCT? Is it because it's SM? So I went over, and I looked because Twice is also having a concert um, at Olympic Park. So I looked at Twice's tickets, and again, it's all the same price. It's a hundred and thirty-two thousand one. Now I remember when, like, the most ex- the most expensive tickets when I first came to Korea. Uh, like the average ticket price for a concert was 99,000. 99,000. And I went to quite a few concerts uh, back in the day. Even Day Six's first concerts, I remember, were like 88. 
and that's not including like the the Hongdae lives that they used to do where you can get in for like 20 uh 20,000 this is like day six's concert by themselves where it's like 500 people it was 88,000 oh no actually no I think it was 77 and then it went up to 88 and then the bigger venues were 99 but then if you were in the fan club, then it come, it gets reduced. I think maybe because it's because I'm not in the fan clubs. Maybe. But even even Got Sevens, I wasn't in the fan club for Got Seven. And that was still 110,000 Tamins that I bought for the wrong day and had to sell again. That was 110. Monster X's was 110. This was like, yeah, this was 2018, 2019. Like, uh, I, granted, I bought... Monster X before COVID and everything, and got seven before COVID. But yeah, it was only a hundred and 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 ten. And one of my friends, she was like, "Oh, but isn't hasn't ticket prices has always been that that expensive?" But she is a Shinra fan, and Shinra concerts are ridiculous. I think they have always been like a hundred and thirty, a hundred and forty thousand for for concert tickets and stuff like that but i think because they put on like a really really big show because they are getting much older these days and they do like their full discography whereas like nct has only been going on for what five years and i say only because like shinwa has been around for over 20 but even then like that's expensive Big Bang, when Big Bang was having concerts, that was 110,000. And Big Bang were the biggest. So that's what I'm, I'm really worried because uh, BTS are having a concert, hopefully in uh, March. And I want to go to that, but I know that's going to be damn near impossible to get tickets, especially if you're not a fan club member. But that's probably going to be like something stupid, like 150,000. I, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if top tier tickets for BTS, like buying on the website, not resellers, buying on the website, you're looking at 200,000. I would not be surprised whatsoever. Would I pay for it? Probably, because that's probably going to be the last time I'm going to see BTS as a whole. And I haven't seen them live in a concert kind of environment since what 2016 2015 yeah i think it was 2016 so you're you're looking at seven years like i haven't seen them live for for seven years no six years so it would be cool to go to but there are implementing these kind of measures and stuff like and it's the same with the pre-record as well like to be able to go to concerts to be able to go to pre-recordings you have to be vaccinated you have to be double vaccinated and you have to have like the Couve app on your phone to prove that you are double vaccinated. And even the Couve app, if you uh, if you've had your vaccine for six months and you haven't updated it yet, you ha- it, it runs out after six months. So you have to be vaccinated within six months. And they even uh, they've opened up the booster program because it was six months, but they moved it down to five months, and now they've moved it to three months because they realised that a whole bunch of people are a bit more vulnerable now because maybe the protection is not lasting as long as it should do so it's it's a lot more shorter than before so you're looking at a six months uh vaccination leeway between the app the registration on the app and you actually doing it so six months for me is february so i'm actually getting my shot in february but i wonder if it's worth bumping it up maybe to january
I don't know. I'll see. I'll work it out. I'll see. But yeah, you have to be vaccinated. Um, you have to keep your mask on. Obviously, you can't be shouting at the concerts. I don't know if that's going to change in March with BTS, but I'm pretty sure in the December concerts for groups like Twice or NCT or even the Show Me the Money concert that's happening, you can't be shouting at these at uh, during the concerts. You just got to be silent, cheering, and things like that because there's still a risk and the numbers have been really really high over the past week it's been the highest numbers ever in Korea in terms of a daily daily count because it's just a lot more infectious and it's a it's a it's mostly older people whose vaccines are they're due a booster and they're not getting it or it's you know the young people like kids in schools and stuff who are too young to get vaccinated or their parents are too scared to allow those kids to be vaccinated, which is a bit of an oxymoron because like if the kids are the biggest spreaders, but you're allowing your kids to still go to school and things like that, it's dangerous. So actually the government have changed it to say that there's certain venues and places you can't go or you can't step into unless you're vaccinated and academies is one of them. And there's been a lot of hoo-ha and upset with adults and stuff, but I think that might be the kick in the butt to get more kids vaccinated. Uh, I need to double check if if, it, if that includes schools and as well. I don't think it does because it's a public thing, but it's a public mandate. I don't know, but like gyms, clubs, bars, restaurants, they're changing it so you have to be vaccinated uh, to go in them or to go into certain ones. And now they've allowed it so uh, people who've been vaccinated overseas, everyone who's been vaccinated overseas can now register their details on the app itself. <laughs> that took a kick up the butt as well. But we, sh- we we shall see. We shall see how things change going forward. Like I said, I really do want to go to like the BTS concert just to experience BTS for one last time live. Like, all my friends in the UK, they went to all the, the BTS concerts in London. I really wished I, I was able to go. But, yeah, <laughs> COVID is going to make things a lot more difficult. It's now looking to be like these guys aren't going to admit to the military service. And you know what? More play to them because these guys have done so much for the country and they're so successful. And why can't they be exempt? You know what I mean? Let, let them do what they need to do. Let them have fun. Let them relax, let them go out on dates, let them just, you know, they've brought in so much money for the country, it just makes sense. They've brought so much pride to the country, again, it makes sense. So it's all good, it's all gravy, Uh, but let's just count down the days and see how things are going to change, especially in 2022, with the whole mandates of everything. But I hope I get to go to a concert. It's a shame I missed out on one-on-one, but these things kind of happen. I just have to live with the past, with them. <laughs> I live in the past, should I say. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Soul to Soul, the show. Uh, as you know, uh, if you haven't checked already, I am starting to upload a lot more video, uh, uh, well, not a lot more videos. I'm starting to upload videos onto my YouTube channel again. It's been a while. And it's 
taking me a while to get back into the swing of things, especially with like the intros and stuff. I haven't been recording videos because there isn't much content to upload, but I may start uploading like episodes of the podcast on here, which will be really, really cool. Um, but apart from that, if you have any suggestions on things that you want to see visually, then let me know. Contact me on my socials. I am at Nessie on Instagram and on Twitter, and I'm Soul to Soul on Facebook and on YouTube. Thanks so much for all the recent followers, especially on my Facebook pages. I've been getting a lot over the past couple of days, which is amazing. Really, really great. And thank you for all the subscribers as well. I'd like to get that push up to 1,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel, and hopefully the next few videos will start encouraging that. In the meantime, guys, keep warm, keep safe, keep healthy, and keep smart. And as always, I will catch you on the flip side. Bye, soul fam. Slaters. And if you liked that episode of Soul to Soul, why not subscribe and follow this podcast on whatever streaming service you were using to listen? I'll see you in the next episode. Slaters.